0: Welcome to All The Things, a podcast for moms seeking an inspired life. Hi, I'm your host, Lisa Chin. I'm a writer and a coach, and my most passionate truth is that the world needs the real you. That's why I created this podcast, to discover all the things that make us who we are, because the better we understand ourselves, the more good we can do in the world. So let's do that together. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Lisa Chin, your host, and today I'll be going solo. Before I get started, I want to first acknowledge that I am speaking and podcasting from the traditional and unceded land of the Nipmuc and Massachusetts tribes. And I share a land acknowledgement before every episode for various reasons, and today's reason is nature. The indigenous people are the leading advocates of preserving The life of this planet that is what they fight for on behalf of all of us they make sure that the water stays clean that the air stays unpolluted that we have enough resources to go around it's about preservation and longevity of the planet it's about respect for the planet it's about having a relationship of receiving not extracting or taking but receiving and to give back and it's something i find i don't want to say admirable because that's not really it i find it of the utmost importance that we don't leave the stewardship and the advocacy of this planet to the indigenous groups and even the even the younger generation who are kind of picking up the slack because the older generation is has ruined it for for them um So I have so much respect for the the indigenous population and the indigenous people who are doing this work. So today what I'll do is I'll read the, um, the post that is kind of the feature today and then I'll riff on it. So the post is called My Affinity for the Infinite Sky. One of my favorite things to take pictures of is the sky. How deceiving is it that a three-letter word can encompass so very, very much? I see the world made up as a sky, earth, and sea. Note, this is not an official scientific explanation. Approximately 70% of the planet is water, and the earth, by simple calculation, is 30%. But the sky has no beginning and no end. There is no way to quantify the sky. Like the earth and sea, it is home to animals but it expands beyond that. It is a canvas that the clouds, sunlight, and moonlight color daily. The sky holds endless variations indicative of its infinite nature. In my dialect of Chinese, heaven and sky are the same word. To me, the sky is where heaven is housed, and heaven, in a non-denominational way, represents infinite existence, knowledge, and wisdom. When we seek answers, we look up. We expect wisdom to come from above and we look for the guidance from the sky. The sky is not afraid to take up space. While Earth and sea fight for the puny surface area of the planet, the sky expands further than the eye can see and the heart can feel. If the sky were a person, they would lay in the middle of a king-size bed, unapologetically stretching arms and legs to all four corners. The sky is where dreams and desires come from where twinkling stars of faraway galaxies grant wishes, where the moon magically influences our cycles and dreams, where the sun's heat drums up desires and lights our internal fires. The sky is both earthly and pure magic. How deceiving is that three-letter word? I have always been enthralled with the sky as far as I can remember, I was trying to capture sunsets on paper, It, you know, my go-to drawing or doodling would be sunsets and, you know, the kind of half, half circle for the sun over the ocean with just the beautiful kind of ombre of the sky with the pink and the purple and the red and the yellow and the orange and the blue and the gray, it all kind of mixed up together. And I actually remember the first time I went to California and I saw a sunrise on the West Coast and it was just, oh, it was beautiful. And I remember going a second time to California and seeing a sunset and just needing to stay for it. If you go on to my Instagram account at Reclaiming Motherhood, one word, um, you'll see that sprinkled amidst all of my selfies are pictures mostly of the sky and there's various other nature pictures too but it really is about the sky and it's really about just how it just evolves and changes and it doesn't hide anything I mean if the sky is angry it is angry right you can see it if it's like a bright sunny day it is bright and sunny and there's just just this beauty to seeing it for what it is there's no hiding there's no veils there's no pretending to be it just is and when i think about the sky i think about chinese artwork that i like and kind of like from way back in the day um i don't remember the the style of the art but a lot of traditional chinese art are like kind of long landscape, like rectangular pieces. And so much of them are f- featured like land, you know, they feature mountains, like nature, they feature mountains or um, or sometimes animals, trees, the sky, and sometimes the moon and whatnot, and the sun. But it really is just, when you look at it, it looks like a picture of like like the nature and then you kind of if you look closely then there's like sprinkled in pictures of people and i when i take pictures i actually tend to you know I, i'll put like me in the corner or like people in the corner and i try to capture like the surroundings there's probably a bunch more that can be said like from a scholarly standpoint of these kinds of chinese traditional paintings but kind of what I see from it and what I kind of remember from the days that I, I took a class on it is that there is this understanding from from my culture that we are just kind of part of the whole. It's not the, the human experience is not the center of the art. It's just part of it. We are invited into the experience of nature. And... The people in these images don't necessarily have like personalities, you know, they kind of dress the same. They're kind of doing their everyday things. And what has life and like personality to it are the mountains or the waterfalls or the sky or the birds that are flying in the air. And so that has colored how I see myself in nature as well. I don't, see myself as the center I see myself as a part of the fabric of kind of what's out there and as much as I would like to kind of get a drone and like take a picture of myself from very far away with like you know the mountains or the trees or the forest kind of all around me I can't do that so I think that that's kind of why I take pictures of the sky because I'm I've removed myself from it my presence is obvious because I'm taking the picture but it's more about the observation of nature and the beauty of it. When I talk about living an inspired life and I talk about like creating art and the importance of art and how we need to, we need to, like humans are like, they need to create. I can like feel resistance. I can feel those, those beliefs, those limiting beliefs of, oh, I'm not an artist. I, I'm not creative enough. I can't do, you know, this thing that you're asking me to do because I, I've never been able to draw or paint or dance or do any of that. Or, and the thing is with creativity, creativity is, I see it, right, as coming from inspiration. Uh, something inspires us to create. And some people, feel like they that they can't be inspired or it's hard to be inspired or what you know what is inspiration really and I I want to push back on all of it because creativity and art is available to us inspiration is available to us I mean there's no need really if you want to if, if you're if you don't want to create a picture or a drawing or whatever like there's there's no need go and look out your window you know there's a, a beautiful picture framed for you right there you can you can look at that and be inspired by that nature is the original artist right and she gives us things in true perfection in you know perfect symmetry in colors that we've never even discovered yet you know things like that um and there's infinite layers to her there's animals that we don't know about. There's, there's caves and, and waterfalls and, and all these things that l- will possibly never be discovered because of how magically infinite nature is. If you are seeking an inspired life, there is no need to force yourself to draw or whatnot. Just start with observing. Start with looking out your window, going for a walk, sitting and staring at the ground I mean even just looking at uh, a sprout coming out from between the concrete has its own inspiration and lessons and thoughts that can come from that and I would say that you know nature is where art originated you know if you go back to like the hieroglyphics and the the hieroglyphics if you go back to like the cavemen um drawings and cave people drawings there were pictures of like animals you know that was that was what they were using to communicate and to and the first like signs of art were of nature and the first understandings of like who we are were always to kind of look out there you know stars were used to guide us on our journeys um you know winds were used to guide us on our on our paths and roads were kind of you know laid out for us not pavement roads but (laughs) dirt roads there is an importance of seeing ourselves as part of the fabric of this planet and I would encourage you to explore it in a way that places you kind of in the corner of the picture and not in the center and see how it feels. So those are my thoughts for today. Thank you for tuning in. I so appreciate your listening. This podcast has been a real pleasure to produce. And if you haven't already, hit subscribe. Pass this along to a friend Who may need a reminder To reconnect with nature Um, Leave a rating and review If you'd like And Take care of yourself The holidays are kind of around the corner For a lot of people Hanukkah is right now Christmas is coming up Um, some, Some holidays have passed The new year You know at least for the Gregorian calendar is on its way and it's a, it's a busy time. So take it easy on yourselves and take care, be well and be inspired.